0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, as always, Erin Levine. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're back after being out last week, but I hope you enjoyed that episode of a never before listened to level 20 Dungeons and Dragons game. Um, Today, I am here with a very special guest, one of our own Radio Free Brooklyn hosts, Lisa Levy. Say hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, Lisa Levy is the host of Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit on uh, Thursdays at 2 p.m.?
1: 2 to 3. 2
0: to 3 p.m., where she does a fabulous job uh, psychoanalyzing artists and people who just desperately need to talk to somebody. Um, <laughs> actually, including me. We actually just did a pre-record earlier today. Yeah, so. it was
1: intense. Very good. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying very to like, get, get my shit together back from that.
0: Uh, well, I, I apologize in advance for no. anyone who decides to listen to that.
1: Uh, <laughs> it was great. I thought it was really good. A-
0: in any case, um, no need to talk about our problems on this show. On this show, we talk about we talk about characters problems and in this game we are going to be playing um, the golden Sea. it's a one sh- it's a one page RPG created by my favorite Grant Howitt. We're not friends but I want to be um, because I just love everything that he creates. Um, and we're going to have um, like the beautiful description of this game as taken from this uh, one page sheet is uh I'm just gonna read it really quick. Uh, eras ago, this was a city the size of a kingdom, a city that scraped the sky. Then the sands came, a dry ocean that washed away all but the tallest towers. The the crown, a cartel of merchants and mystics, rules the shifting sands, and the characters, the players, work for them. Uh, so Lisa is going to be playing one of these characters. Why don't you introduce your character?
1: Okay. uh, Okay. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Yeah. you're I'm you're a little gonna be nervous. Great. I just want to put that out there. Oh, is sure. that okay? Is oh, that okay? My God. I'm a little nervous. I'm it's afraid it's 100% I'm, welcome. I have, here. To, I, have, I have to do this right. You're going to do, do my best. You're
0: going to do great. Honestly. Okay. You're just, okay. okay. It's going to be so All much right. fun.
1: So, anyway, my name is Skye. That's with an E on the end. And uh, my skill is I'm a joy bringer, I spread joy. I'm also a dervish and I can attack people by turning, I think, right?
0: Um you can attack three times per turn. So those are your skills that are based off of your path. So your two are celebrant and persecutor, right? Uh it's it's a little bit further in there. It's underlined.
1: Uh celebrant and persecutor. I'm afraid I'm- Oh, oh, celebrant. My paths are, are yes. I'm a celebrant and yep. a persecutor. Yes. I see. And should I say what my basic stats are? I, or if, if should you'd I like say my possessions? You-
0: yes. Tell us more about what Sky has on her.
1: Well, here's the thing. So uh, I am a joy bringer and a prosecutor. Uh-huh. So I make people happy and entertain them. But I'm also devilish and can... Can kill people (laughs) off them. (laughs) Yeah, I can kill them. Kill them. I'm just going to say that. So here's my possessions. Okay, I got a gun with a bayonet so I can shoot or stab people. I have a magic rock where I can hold that in people's faces and make them laugh. So no matter what they're doing, they get distracted and off their game.
0: Three times per day.
1: And I also have... These gloves, these magic gloves that where I can like climb up to things, they just allow me to attach to something and climb up it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like those gloves from um, Mission Impossible 4, I think, if anyone has seen that. Also three uses per day.
1: Three uses per day.
0: Mm hmm. Valuable resources.
1: Yeah. So I'm 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 ready for bear. Yeah. Look out world.
0: (laughs) uh yes yeah, sky is um a very a very well skilled and well equipped um gladiator uh in business with the crown um mm. yes and this time the crown has um tasked you with what they consider to be one of the most very important tasks mm-hmm. uh you see they have recently um Decided to try to make peace with a neighboring land mm. for resources, for political purposes, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's not your place to ask unless you want to, Sky. Um, do you ask want why? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> why are we making friends?
0: Um, well, your, uh, assignments person tells you that, uh, we're making friends because it is better to have allies than enemies and it also allows them better access to uh putting their own people in positions of power in mm. this new land
1: as well mm. Mm. so it's kind of like subverse is getting in there A so we can bit. take over i'm A all for bit. that yeah, that's for perfect it. for me i'm on that
0: <laughs> all right um so, you learn with this information, but the way they were intending to create this piece was with a very special, specific, um, essentially, artifact in this sea of sand. A surprisingly living tree. Something that people haven't seen in years, decades. Wow. a very long time. This tree that was somehow found and recovered. It was supposed to be given as, as a gift, a peace offering. Mm. But, however... Uh, the idiots who were bringing it back to the crown in order to be delivered um, let it get stolen by a number of bandits Uh, Mm -hmm. bandits who are actually familiar for um, having their camp out in a place called the riverbed of course there's no actual river there it's just essentially a small valley filled with like rocky boulders uh, and there are it's almost like a little docking area. There are a lot of sand ships uh, that are docked around it and they people live among the rocks on mm. this place that they call the Riverbed. Um, and you, Sky, as one of the crown's most accomplished and well-known enforcers and performers for them, uh, were chosen to rescue and recover this gift mm. um, in order to uh, restore this piece And also in order to uh, sh- perhaps strike a little bit of fear into the bandits who thought that they could get away with this. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, Screw them. Sound good. I'm af- I'm all over it.
0: All right. Uh, well, we're going to, when do I
1: start killing people? That's what I want to know. I'm all ready. <laughs> I'm ready to go. We're,
0: well, ready. You well... are sky. And we're going to, we're going to get you on there. You're on a, you are aboard a well-worn skimmer known as the sunrise which allows you to traverse the shifting dune sea, um, as you were traveling and you know exactly where the riverbed is because they, mm-hmm. the crown knows where the riverbed is. Mm-hmm. So you're traveling along and, um, as expected, uh, as you are getting closer and closer to this area, you see another, another skimmer, mm. um, riding out outside of like on the sea of sand. Mm. And, um, You recognize this ship as a one that is, in fact, owned by the bandits. You can recognize, by the way, it's trying to camouflage in with the sands around it. What would you like to do? Uh,
1: What would I like to do? Would you like to approach them? Go around? I want to. Hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking, should I try to get information from them or should I just try to off them? I got to get the tree back.
0: Yeah, you have and to And the, get the tree, tree
1: is where, they know where the tree is.
0: In theory, they could.
1: They might. They might. So, should I torture them and get them to tell me?
0: I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like you want to.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I got to stop the ship and then torture them.
0: All right, you ride up to the ship. Um, these bandits are actually fairly used to... Um, new ships coming in. They're like basically like a security point for the riverbed. Mm-hmm. And they, you pull up to them and um, it's these two, these two guys, these bandits, they're wearing scarves. They're, you know, like they're basically vagabonds. They look pretty weak in your eyes. Um, and they pull up and the first one goes halt. Uh, what do you do? do? You hop on.
1: They go halt. Halt. Halt.
0: Halt. What's your business here?
1: Uh, oh, what's my business here?
0: Uh, you can still attack them anyway. They're just asking you what your business is here
1: uh so i just I just well, I think I wanna get control of them, uh, I wanna know where their people are, right? That's what I kinda of wanna know.
0: Well, you know where the riverbed is. You kind of want to know where the tree
1: is. The tree is yeah. where are they hiding. The tree where they where they got where the they tree. got the tree. And these people know where the tree are. They might. So, uh, I wonder if I should tell them right away I'm tree hunting, or to keep it a secret. I should just say, "We're just traveling. We're just traveling." That's what I'm gonna. I'm I'm playing it neutral right away. We're just traveling. Just traveling. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. One of them looks at you and goes, well, you're traveling awfully close to dangerous waters. I think you got to turn around.
1: Mm hmm. Um, Well, I'm looking for something, so I don't think uh, I'm worried about the dangerous waters. I am very strong and equipped. I'm fearless.
0: Okay. um, why don't you roll for social? uh, To see if you can persuade them to let you pass. 20 you've rolled a 20 so that's the highest roll on the dice i'm not
1: cheating i swear did you see that
0: yeah i see the 20 i'm looking (laughs) over here yeah (laughs) you saw me do it no that's amazing beginner's luck it's so that's so good um so you got a 20 uh so definitely automatic success they believe you they're like they're like okay well um I just like, just be warned that uh, any members who show their face as members of the crown are not welcome here and they let you pass.
1: Mm, wow. That was easy.
0: Well, if you rolled a natural 20.
1: <laughs> that's great. It's like an
0: automatic success, essentially. Wow. Yeah.
1: So there I am.
0: Because you rolled a 20 and then your social is uh, what? It's plus five. So that's mm-hmm. 25. And very difficult in this game is 20. So you definitely succeeded.
1: Mm. Wow. Without doing anything
0: without really. Well, you persuaded them. You told them that you could handle it.
1: I could. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And they yeah, believe on that. OK. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: you you sail on past. You're getting closer to the riverbed. You see it now amongst the sand, these kind of towering structures with boulders in the front. Um, you can see it's actually a fairly narrow, fairly narrow strip. So mm-hmm. you can actually see the sand on either side of it. It's as you get closer. It's not like mountainous, it's just, you know, like large buildings. Mm-hmm. Um and you want to just go straight forward?
1: Yeah. All right. I want to go right in there. You pull
0: up to one of the docks, um, right outside of the riverbed, and um you pull up and there is like it's that's fairly like it's fairly crowded right now. Uh, you hop out of your ship and you're walking along and uh, somehow like there is a guy there who is trying to keep traps on all of the different um, ships that are pulling in mm-hmm. and um, you that's he's coming your way. Mm. What do you do?
1: Uh, he's going to check me out. He is. Uh, I got to come up with, uh, I, I want to, I want to, I got to look around. I got to, I got to, uh, convince him that I'm cool, that there's no problem with me being there.
0: You can totally convince him. You can sneak away. You can try to like catch him to the side and sneak, kill him and drag him away. Your choice.
1: Really? I could kill him and no one will notice.
0: Um, You'd probably have some work to pull him off to the side. So Mm -hmm. maybe not the best choice yet, but Mm -hmm. it is technically an option at all times.
1: Yeah, I'm going to kill him eventually, but maybe not right now.
0: (laughs) Maybe right
1: now I'm just going to try to uh, get him to, like, acknowledge that I'm there and then forget about me.
0: Okay. Um, So you go up to him and you're trying to, you know... Be hey, kind I'm of, just
1: here uh you know I uh I came here to get some sand. I we need sand <laughs> back at the place and I'm just going to wander around.
0: You need got, sand? Look around. Kind of points out at the sand sea behind you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but we need like a special kind of sand that they have right here and you know we just don't have that sand where we're from and I'm going to be getting some sand. Um,
0: All right, make a social check. See if you can persuade him that uh, I mean, you're lying. So you're making a lie. So roll a social check to see if you successfully uh, oh, okay. if he believes your lie.
1: Okay. See how dumb he is. Two. I don't think he believed it.
0: Okay, so you rolled a two, and then that's um, going to be plus. Um, it's not enough. A seven. So I mean. He, he kind of looks at you and narrows his eyes mm-hmm. and he kind of goes, I don't know, ain't no such thing as special sand. It's all sand out here. What the fuck you actually doing here for? We might have to take you oh, to the uh, boss to figure oh, this out.
1: Fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay.
0: He's, he's now turning off to the side and waving at a couple of other people, um, nearby who looks significantly more intimidating than the bandits. Uh, Mm. These guys uh, you recognize as nail boys who are essentially hustlers. They have stilettos and piercings and looks like they have like a number of knives at their waist and they are coming towards you now ready to catch you. What do you do?
1: I think I'm going to use my magic rock so I can get the fuck out of there.
0: You're going to use your magic rock on all of them?
1: No, I better use the gun.
0: Time for battle then. You're going to try you're going to try to battle them away.
1: Well, they're coming. I mean, it was just that when it was just that one guy, yeah, I was thinking rock, but yeah. now I've got like this whole group of people.
0: Right. It's like um so it's the guy and then two other it's like two guys with a bunch of knives and piercings and then the dock manager.
1: Yeah, so I got a gun. I can shoot them.
0: All right, uh, so I'm going to have you aim at each one of them in turn. So I'm going to have you roll physical for each of these attacks. Okay. So roll that d20. And um, Five. That's a five? Okay, I'm going to have you add your physical stat, which I believe is five, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then uh, looks like you, as a persecutor, um, t- you're kind of... Bringing your criminal to justice. So I'll let you add another one on there. So that's. That's an. 10 plus. Yeah. So you make that first hit. And. Um, the rules for this game. In terms of damage. Are that. You use stress. So because you successfully. Um, hit him. But you rolled a five on your roll. Um, the stress that you. You. Commit to this. Which one are you aiming at?
1: Um, one of the guys with the knives.
0: Okay, so you aim at one of the nail boys, and um, you deal uh four stress to this nail boy. Um, he is not. You like shoot him like right, like in the chest, and he is like wheezing now. He's still up, but he's like not looking great. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to aim at another one? Yeah. All right, roll again. I
1: got another twenty.
0: You got a twenty. Wow. Okay. Uh so you definitely hit him. That's a success. And um yeah, that's if it's a critical Yeah. So if it's a critical twenty, that's plus three to the statistic for stress. So your physical is five plus three is seven. No, it's eight. I know math. Um, yeah. So you, yeah, you take out the, one of the other w- ones. You leave one wheezing and another one collapse onto the ground and all that's left is the dock worker who is now freaking out. Do you shoot him too?
1: Hmm. 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 Think hard. So I'm thinking shooting him or using the magic rock. Your choice. But... I don't know, might as well shoot him too, right? <laughs> sure, let's shoot him,
0: uh, so roll that dice two, okay, so you run up, you go to shoot him, and um. He's like really freaking out. It's really hard for you to get a good uh, aim on him. Mm, um, so like yeah. you miss, you miss that shot. I miss him. Uh, so you shoot three guys, and so one of the nail boys is up and wheezing, and the other guard and the dock worker is freaking out. The one who's still standing is going to try to take a swipe at you. So now I'm going to roll. Hmm. Um. I rolled. a bit (laughs) um yeah so i i actually i so i'm going to hold on what is what is your how do i know when you fail oh i see okay i'm not supposed to roll so you're supposed to roll to defend yourself oh okay so i should roll 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 a g20 yep
1: What'd 13, 13. Lucky 13,
0: 13. And then it's a defense. So that's fighting. So that's plus five is another. That's 18, which is really good. So you do defend this nail boy off. Uh, the dock worker is um, now uh, like f- like freaking out and he's running away. Oh, good. But he's running towards the city.
1: So towards my people,
0: no, no, uh, your people are far away. He's running like further oh, yeah, into the river. I'm in bed. the boat, yeah. so he's
1: running into where the the, where the area where the tree could be
0: where the, perhaps, yeah, yeah, okay what what would you like to do?
1: Um, so you have
0: one barely standing nail boy like kind of swaying in front of you, trying to get a good shot, and the dock worker running away,
1: well, I want to move on to look for the. I, I want to get out of there, right? Because I want to find uh, the tree.
0: Sure. So you just want to run. run? You want to try to follow?
1: Yeah. I want to go to where I might think the tree might be.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to suggest that you then follow the dock worker to see where he runs off yeah, I was off thinking to. about that. Um, do you want him to know that you're following him? Or do no. You wanna, all right. Then you're going to sneak around. Um... I'm going to, yeah. So I want you to roll a, uh, hmm. Roll. Yeah, roll physical again. I mean, you're trying to be stealthy. You know, you're sneaking around yeah. corners while you're trying to follow the stock worker. The nail boy who you like shot is like barely alive. So like you can just run past him. It's fine.
1: So is that a six or a nine? Let's see. Um,
0: Let's take a look here. It should have like a little dot
1: yeah,
0: it's this. Is that a six or
1: a nine? That's a six. That's what I thought.
0: All right, so you get a six, but it's but the plus five, the five for physical. Okay. Um, And you're also seeking an evildoer, which is part of your persecutor path. Um, so you're good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're sneaking around following him. This dock worker is, you know, arms flailing, running all over the place. Like pushing past people. A lot of the people who are living at the riverbed don't seem to really give a shit. You know, it seems like stuff like this happens all the time.
1: Yeah, they get their own problems. They have their own
0: problems. Uh, And he eventually um, runs into this surprisingly sturdily built stone building. Excuse me. Um, Where he runs inside and you hear him going, um, Master, Master, we have trouble at the docks.
1: Mm, oh, he's telling on me.
0: He's telling on you.
1: What uh, do you do? Uh, I gotta get. I gotta get him out of the way. Uh I gotta get. I gotta get rid of him too.
0: Yep. You're now hearing discussion inside of the uh, thing. Seems like the master's secretary is uh, trying to calm the dock worker down and see what's going on. The dock worker is just screaming past her.
1: Maybe, past maybe this would be a time to sneak up and with my bayonet.
0: Yeah. You wanna slide in there and try to kill both of them?
1: Uh what what other options do I have? I gotta get rid of them, right?
0: I I mean yeah, if you Cause, want cause to because they're
1: they're they're like or
0: The Dockworker is dock saying, It's an attack at the docks. Quick hurry, you have to send as many men as possible. I think it's a member of the crown.
1: Oh no, oh no. So I gotta I got to get that guy out of there. Um, but he's talking to that other person. So, yeah. So is that a problem too? Up to you. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Can I, does this make sense? I think I'm going to use my laugh thing. Get them really distracted and then run away and hide and watch them.
0: Okay. um, I'm going to say you'll roll a physical to try to throw and aim the rock inside of the place where they're talking Okay, um, to see if you can get it in front of them close enough that they could be affected by that magic. So roll a physical check for me.
1: All right. I swear it's a 20 again. Are
0: you kidding me? No, I'm not. Lisa. What's wrong? I'm not, I'm I'm not doing anything.
1: (laughs) This is weird. This is incredible.
0: What do you think it is? I don't, I think you're lucky, Lisa, honestly. I think that's
1: what it is. Lucky at this. Yeah. Yeah, Is there any money involved? Yeah, am I winning any money?
0: I know, I know, right? You should at this point. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're winning. I wish winning... I
1: could use this luck in like the lottery or something. You're but... winning
0: nerd points at the very Hey, case.
1: it's making me feel good. That's all that matters.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: And I don't pay taxes on it.
0: Nope. No taxes. Only um... I,
1: a good feeling. No taxes. I'm good.
0: Right. Exactly like Radio Free Brooklyn, which is a nonprofit that you should donate to. Well, yes, exactly. Um, So... Yeah, So you successfully throw this rock amazingly in front of their faces. Um, and I'm going to have you roll a mental check to see if they resist it.
1: Okay. Let's do this again. Roll it again. I'm getting self-conscious about my rolling. Why? Because I'm doing so crazy well.
0: I mean, never be self-conscious about doing well. <laughs>
1: That's that's a doctor. That's a tip to Doctor Lisa. I need that. I yeah. do honestly. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it's a twenty. Is it? I feel like stop, I'm cheating. Stop.
0: I mean, I don't know. I feel. Are you? Maybe you need to roll the dice more. Damn. Well, in but any it's case, weird, right? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty incredible. But honestly, there are people in the dice rolling nerd community that just they just. Roll successfully all of the time, and vice versa. You know, have you ever heard of Will Wheaton? No, um, he is a big nerd person who was on, I think, Star Trek as a little kid. Um, but he is infamous in the Dungeons and Dragons community because some have, for some reason, whenever he rolls a 20 sided dice, he gets a five or lower every single time. He like always fails.
1: That's so weird,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you are just balancing it out. He exists, so you can exist. Uh,
1: Well, this time,
0: this time, anyway, anyway. So you uh, successfully—they, I'm winning. You throw it; it lands. They look down at this rock and they just start laughing uncontrollably, like it's almost like it seems like they've been like attacked by something. They're like hands, like leaning against like the desk, tears streaming out of their eyes. They can barely see. They are laughing, 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 laughing. What do you do? You're hiding?
1: Yeah, I got to get out of there. Are and, you Are and you hide. going
0: inside of the building or you're going? Yeah, I'm going to go
1: in there. I'm going to find a place to hide and 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 find out where that tree is. OK,
0: With, without even a problem, you sneak right by like they're laughing so hard. They're like on the floor at this point, like clutching at their lungs, like cannot stop laughing. It's so good. Uh, do you try to pick up the rock as you go? You should probably pick that would up the be a great idea. idea. Yeah. yeah, you snag that rock. Uh, you go past, and uh, you see that this stone building was actually just a face, and then behind it is a bunch of these like dark, cool caverns, essentially that have been tunneled out from the side of the riverbed. These stoneworks. So you are sliding through here. Um, you're looking around. Um, you see a number of different doors. It's pretty quiet. Um, but you do see some lights at, in the door at the end of the tunnel, mm. like flickering flame light
1: mm-hmm. in one place.
0: Yeah. Well, there, there's like a door to your right and then straight ahead is a door with light underneath it.
1: Hmm. Mm. That's a little scary, but like, I got to get in there. I got to get that tree. This
0: guy's used to a little bit of danger, isn't she?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm getting in there. <sighs> so I want to go in there.
0: Alright, so you open the door, you go in, and you see um, this, basically, this quiet room. You see this room, and in fact, you do see inside of it is the tree.
1: Mm, really?
0: Yeah, the tree's I sitting there it? on a little pedestal. Yeah. Whoa! But uh, it seems like they have something guarding the tree. Um, and you look over, and you see there's this what was once probably a woman standing there. Uh, she has this chain around her neck. Her body is covered with like crystals. Like it looks like she is almost like crystallized, like her skin, mm. it's dripping off of her hair. Um, She's kind of swaying a little bit and she's staring at this one candle,
1: mm. watching
0: it flicker. Mm. Like it's keeping her calm. And you see that she has this like collar around her neck and a chain that is attaching her to a pedestal where the tree is sitting.
1: Hmm. So I got to get that tree away from her. Right. Just grab it right off the pedestal.
0: You're going to try to sneak past her.
1: Well, I don't know. Is she is she she's attached to the pedestal, but I can grab the tree off the pedestal. Right.
0: Well, but she's right there.
1: Right in front of it. Yeah. She's in my way. She's in your way. Yeah. She wants to be in my way.
0: Well, she's distracted, right? She's like, she doesn't seem very human anymore. You you recognize her as what is, you thought it was a fable, to be honest, this idea called the daughter of the sand, mm-hmm. someone who was essentially um, left out on the sea of sand for too long and basically became a part of it.
1: So can I push her out of the way? Um
0: uh, you can try. Do you want to roll for physical to push her out of the way?
1: Or I could talk her out of it or make her laugh, but her personality seems so hard to Yeah, get she's to. she's literally she's, just yeah, standing there roll. staring at this candle. At roll, especially how well I You're going to roll to do what? I'm going to roll to see if I can just push her out of the way.
0: Okay, um
1: Roll
0: for physical. Sixteen. Okay, you push her out of the way and break her concentration on the candle, and she turns around with an and like hisses at you. Ooh. And she is like tensed up at the moment. Um mm. and she is in fact going to go in for a strike. I want you to roll for physical to see if you can defend yourself against it. Uh oh. Sixteen. Um You're rolling so well. I hate this. It's weird. Yeah. Uh you you managed to avoid that roll. Um, wow.
1: Why do you hate this?
0: <laughs> well, it's my job to make it makes stuff happen. Look too easy. I know I'm,
1: this is a, This is so easy. But uh, look how happy I am.
0: I mean, I'm gonna have to start upping the challenge rating on stuff at this point. Um, okay, so you avoid that. What do you do now? It's your turn.
1: Oh shit! So I avoided that.
0: Yes, you now have this hissing, got, snarling, brown. crystallized woman in front of you.
1: Well, didn't I just push her out of the way though?
0: Yeah, but then she turned around and went to attack you.
1: Oh shit. Well, I could use the bayonet. I could use the bayonet or a gun. Is the gun going to kill her? Is she human enough to to kill?
0: She seems like... I mean, she has a physical body.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. You going to try to attack her? Yeah.
0: Roll for physical.
1: Eleven.
0: Okay, you go to attack her, but she seems like supernaturally fast, and she kind of like ducks out of the way of your bayonet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna go for another. She like her nails are like weirdly like long and pointed. She's gonna go to try to scratch you. Um, mm-hmm. roll for physical to see if you um
1: get defend scratched. against
0: this. Yeah, you get scratched. Three. All right, you unfortunately don't avoid the scratch. She's too (laughs) fast. You weren't expecting it. You've never fought this before. Um, And you take... um, Hold on. You said it was a three? Yeah. Okay, you take um, four stress. So mark down four stress on your sheets. Right, you mean just... X's? Yeah just X them off um, for those who are listening in this game um, when you fail I think I mentioned this before but again when you fail at some sort of thing in terms of attack you get stress to yourself if you get 8 stress boxes then something bad happens
1: I got 4. You have 4. Getting ratcheted up here.
0: I know Getting, It's a dangerous situation I'm
1: in a dangerous situation What do
0: you do now Skye?
1: Uh, what do I do now? So I got this, she's scratching me. She's
0: scratching you. I mean, you can technically try to run past her, um, but she will try to attack you. Like You can spend your turn grabbing the tree and trying to run, but she'll try to attack you as you run by. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, I think, I think I've weakened her. Um, I think going for the tree is a good idea. I'm going to try to grab the tree.
0: Okay, you dive for the tree. Roll for physical to see if you can avoid to get around her. Ten. Ten?
1: Yep, ten.
0: All right, ten, and don't forget that because it's physical, you add five, so that's a 15. Um, So you do manage to get around her, but you do take one stress for it because she does catch you. um, She kind of pulls some of your hair out. You' right oh. as you're running past, trying to catch you, yeah, that
1: hurt, yeah, uh, well, you do what you gotta do, <laughs> I'm not afraid,
0: exactly, um, so you do that, um you now have this, but now you have to get back past her, um do you want to try to just run past?
1: uh, I gotta get, so I got the tree,
0: you have the tree in your possession,,
1: and I still gotta get away from her, yes, I gotta run out of there this time, yeah. Uh yeah, I'd like to run out of there. Run past her out of there.
0: Okay. Um roll for physical again.
1: Nineteen. I'm not <laughs> making this shit up. I don't know it's how great. this happens.
0: Uh, and that's a base nineteen, so you definitely succeed on running past her. She um like strains against your chains as you go, um, but you manage to slip on past and run past her and you're escaping while she's like wailing behind you. <laughs> Um, so, you run back out, um, but as you're running towards the door, you see this, like, the other door that you would run past opens up into the hallway, and this big, beefy man comes out, and he goes, what the devil is going on out here? Oh, no. And, uh, sees you with the tree, and he goes, you! Put that fucking back! Hmm. What do you do?
1: I think... I think I'm gonna throw the funny rock at him and make him laugh, so I can just get out of there.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Or, or should I use the bayonet? No, shoot him. You're gonna shoot him? Yeah.
0: All right, you shoot him. Roll for physical.
1: Seven.
0: You miss. Seven's not enough.
1: Oh uh, shit! I missed him.
0: Yeah. Well, you're in the process of running and between that and holding the tree in one arm and your gun in the other. Yeah, I'm not doing very well with the gun. Yeah, I mean.
1: That's a lot. You're trying. That's a lot.
0: So you're there. He now runs towards you uh, and he has this um, like long sword that he like pulls out of from his like sheath and goes to attack you. Roll for physical to see if you can defend from it. Five. Five. Nope, doesn't work.
1: I got, um, I get stabbed.
0: You get stabbed. Shit. I know you get stabbed. That's another two points of stress to you. How are okay. you doing?
1: Uh, stressed. I have seven. Seven. Ooh, that's not good. No, I know, I know. So what do you do? So I didn't get him with no. the gun. I missed. So uh. Got it. I mean cho- you can always try to shoot him
0: again, but that's up to you.
1: I could shoot him again. I'm thinking if I could climb out of there. He's a big guy. Might be able to reach guy. me. Okay, yeah, I'll shoot him again.
0: Okay, roll for physical.
1: Eighteen.
0: Eighteen base. Alright, you shoot him. Um and at eighteen that is uh hold on eighteen, if it's even then it that is six stress to him because you have a physical stat of five plus what is six but his stress resistance is five. So he goes down with that one shot. You aim perfectly at his neck and he's just out. Wow. Um, Cool. Big big guy just goes down hard, but is apparently very weak. Sorry. I just nosed the mic there. Um, Wow. Yeah. So you do that. uh, You run out, you um, look outside uh, and you see that they're still laughing out there. If you want to try to stealth away, you can probably try to sneak back to your ship. Yeah. Yeah. So roll for physical to see if you can do that. Eight. Eight? Okay, eight plus five is? Thirteen. Thirteen. On your way back, um, the one guy who you thought was as good as dead does see you coming back from Mm. the docks, and um, he does, you know, start wheezing after you. What do you do?
1: hmm Well, maybe this is a bayonet opportunity. You want to?
0: All right, go ahead and he's stab not, him.
1: He's not moving too fast. He's going. <laughs> yeah, just get up close and stick that knife right into him. Stab him. All right, stabbing. Go yeah, ahead. this is fun. I like that. <laughs> it's a twelve.
0: As a twelve, you know, he's not moving very fast. You get him. He's down. You get into your ship with this precious cargo, and you're driving away, and you're looking at this tree, and it's like. You were you were not so convinced about this tree. You know, you grew up. You've never seen a tree before. And you see this and you're like, wow, this is absolutely beautiful. And you have this gift. And you bring it back to the crown.
1: Am I going to bring it back or am I going to hang out with it? Get married to it. Up Take to, it away.
0: Up to you, Sky. If you want to run away with it, you certainly can.
1: Yeah, because otherwise we're just going to give it away to some somebody who doesn't even appreciate it. Maybe. Maybe. But then I have my duty to my, to my, you know, crown group.
0: Well, they'd definitely be after you if you you took it away. So
1: if I run away with it, I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to have any group. You'd have to find some. I'd have to find a new group. But I'd have the tree to make a new group, make new group friends with.
0: It would certainly be something to rally around.
1: Or I could go off and meet the new group just by myself and not tell them and then, like, get them on my side, take over. It's true. I don't know. That's a lot of options. It's
0: just you and the tree.
1: I don't know, but I'm pretty goal-oriented. I think I'm going (laughs) to go back and do what I said I was going to do.
0: Okay, Sky. Ever Valiant, ever the hero, you... Travel back to the crown's headquarters called the Maiden Hands. Mm -hmm. Um, You deliver this back and you have received highest honors for your work. Yay. Uh, The tree gets taken away and you have yet again proven your worth out in the desert sands.
1: Wow. Yeah all this and i feel so great
0: <laughs> and that is actually uh the end of the story so wow. how, we're gonna digest this for just a couple minutes and then maybe check back in for the last 10 minutes of the show what do you think lisa
1: i think it's a great idea let me think about it. i have to i have to like um do my little winning dance
0: <laughs> uh, looking forward to listening to that on the break at gameplay radio here on radio free brooklyn And
1: the good times, the sweet nights with her you're seeing Oh, I know it hurts, cause I know that feeling Yes, I loved her once, so I know
0: We're back here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, Again, I'm your host, Aaron, of Gameplay Radio here on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon uh, where I was just playing a game called The Golden Sea with uh, fellow Radio Free Brooklyn host and fabulous sport, Lisa Levy.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, you for doing like that. I feel I won.
0: You, I mean, I think you successfully won that game.
1: I won.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling
1: good. Yeah.
0: How was your first, this is the first role-playing game experience you've ever had, right?
1: For sure. Yeah. How did you like it? I like it. I want to go out and get some kind of fairy costume. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean you should. You know there is such a thing called LARPing as
1: well. What's that?
0: That's live action role playing.
1: Oh yeah. Where
0: people actually dress up as uh like characters and perform. It's like playing pretend. It's like um you know Civil War reenactments? Yeah, yeah. It's like of that but for fantasy.
1: Wow. So what's the difference between that and cosplay?
0: Cosplay is cosplay has less of a story. Cosplay is when you um I mean, and someone who does more cosplay would actually be able to probably explain this better. But cosplay is essentially you are a fan of a specific character that already exists and you dress up as them and you become them in that character. And you're often doing it at conventions. So you kind of dress up to show off to other
1: people. Ah, yeah. Oh no, I'm definitely the first type that you mentioned. Live action role playing. Yeah, I'm gonna um, be doing that now. Yeah, I think my life has changed.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I like sticking it uh back here behind the mic. I don't. I'm not one to dress up, but I love this kind of stuff for sure. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have a show about it.
1: Yeah, no, it's really fun. It's really fun to. It's really fun because um, the way you describe it, it's right in your head. You know, it reminds me of like playing with dolls when I was a kid where you'd get really into the game with your friend and you were imagining Barbie on a date and everything. Yeah. All that stuff. And you could just picture it all. It's like reading sort of.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I was definitely the kid growing up who would like have Barbie be like on dangerous adventures. And my friend would be like, just I want to dress her. And I was like, come on, play games. So.
1: So were you a Dungeon and Drink Dragons fanatic?
0: Honestly, I didn't really get into Dungeons and Dragons until like I I started playing it after I graduated from college. But I wow. discovered like people who had played it in college. Like I just I'd never it was never even an option for me. Uh, and I wish it had been because that would have been awesome. So
1: you th- so you didn't know any of those. You didn't know that you were so nerdy.
0: Um, I mean, I knew I was nerdy, but in a way I didn't really fully realized myself as nerd until I was in my 20s wow. yeah so
1: do you have a community of people that you that are into this too
0: yeah yeah I do
1: <laughs> that's frightening <laughs> what what are they who are they what are they like
0: oh gosh they're great I mean well there's even like a whole board game cafe in Brooklyn called the Brooklyn Strategist who oh. uh they are fucking great you should play your games there uh because they let you play board games there for like Four hours for $10 per person. Wow. Um, But they also host Dungeons and Dragons nights. Um, And you can sign up to play a campaign, which is a longer story that is created. Mm -hmm. So I went there like a year and a half ago. So like January 2018 and said that I wanted to join a group. And this was the first ever campaign I was ever in. And the group that I met there um are they're really great people and Wow. Um,
1: have you had them on the show then?
0: Um so not in person uh people who listened to last week's show listened to a game where I had them playing a level 20 one shot one story game so I have recorded with them before but never on Gameplay
1: Radio. So have you so you mean you haven't? So is that a yes? Uh, That's
0: like a yes, no. <laughs> like uh, I've recorded with them, but it was like a couple months ago and then I replayed it. Oh, so online, like a, you did a
1: pre-record with I did them, a pre-record, basically. yeah. Basically. Essentially. So you've done, you've done it. You just haven't done it live on the air.
0: No. Lisa, what do you think? You are part of the artist community in Brooklyn. Do you well, think that uh, your uh, art artist friends would love to play Dungeons and Dragons?
1: Would my artist friends love playing Dungeons? Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. I just picture these people in little rooms by themselves looking at like little, little, you know, just doing. No, I don't know. You don't don't know? know. I think I think there's a lot of artists that there's just not enough creative control.
0: It's a very
1: collaborative... I mean, part of the joy is is the collaboration, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the the kind of agreeing to things happening. Yeah,
1: and there's structure involved.
0: There is, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, also, it's really hard to get artists to do anything. (laughs) So, no, because you'd have to get them out and doing something.
0: No. And the only
1: way you'd get them out... If you gave them a lot of free wine, that would work. Okay. Maybe if you said we're doing this, there's free wine.
0: Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know.
1: Yeah. Because that's the only reason I ever think they go out. And then if you could get like a big art critic, like if you got Jerry Saltz involved in it, they'd all be (laughs) here.
0: Right. Because of Jerry Saltz.
1: Yeah, so, well, because they're all really political. Oh, sure. Trying to get ahead in their careers. Okay,
0: so I have to play their competitiveness to uh, my advantage. You have to,
1: actually, if you did did do it about getting into shows and galleries, maybe they would want to play it. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: Um, Do you think you would want to play again? You're welcome to say no, just... Giving you the question,
1: I I, I I would give it another shot. Although I feel like I've done so well this time, I'd be crazy. was <laughs> only totally to do downhill it. from here. I no, mean, no, I would, I would give it. How did I do? How did I do? I didn't know if I, I did. Did I get it? I mean,
0: I think you were you were picking it up for a first time. Like that wasn't that wasn't too not bad. too bad. Yeah.
1: not too bad. It's hard. I think my tools. I think I'd get different tools. You really need a lot of like killing tools. <laughs> you need you need well, ways it to eliminate people.
0: It, it depends on how you want to play, of course. Like in Dungeons and Dragons, there are a lot of tools that you can use to try to like charm people and persuade them to do other things if you don't want to be a killing type of character. Or you can just be someone who kills everybody. Like the point of Dungeons and Dragons and other games is that you can do basically anything you want to within reason, but you can always ask. Like that's kind of the fun part is that you're always asking to do things.
1: Oh, asking to do things. Yeah, that's hard.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, speaking from experience, like I think I'm best at asking for to do things. I like, like
1: how you've set up a game where you can ask to do things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah. Essentially, you're like, I'm going to do that thing. And then I tell you yes or no, you can't uh, do that thing.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh. Something to
1: think about. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I, I would pick new tools next time. Although I did like the bayonet that was <laughs> I did like sta- imagining it's stabbing that bayonet. guy at the end.
0: Yeah, you, you had a bit of a glint in your mm-hmm.
1: eye. I think I'd have I think I'd have something where I could just blow people is a, like a wind machine. Maybe I think a wind machine. Has anybody used a wind machine before?
0: Well, there are like magic there are, like, magic users who can use wind as, like, a thing, but there, it's mm-hmm. not everybody who can
1: do that. Do most like, people specific... pick tools that are, like, real imaginary tools or, like, a gun with a bayonet, real real things or imaginary things?
0: Well, it really depends on the setting, you know? So some games, like, that's acceptable. Other games where it's set in, like, r- like ancient times or whatever where guns don't exist— it's a bit of a harder sell for Dungeon Masters to let you do that. Ah, uh, I'm a very nice DM.
1: <laughs> a what?
0: A very nice uh, 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 DM. Uh, uh, so how Master. do you what
1: what what tool do you use?
0: Um, well, so the game that I play weekly is a place where, um, I mean, I'm essentially a barbarian. I'm a dwarf barbarian in my regular mm. game. I think I've talked about this before, but I use, um. A number of different weapons, including a war hammer, a giant axe, a giant sword, you know, just like mm. anything that they can swing. It's
1: a lot mm. of fun. Mm. That's, those sound very messy. Like In the best way.
0: To, yeah. Yeah. So
1: you explode people, basically.
0: Yeah, just smash them to bits. It's fun. <laughs> um, and on that note, I guess we should probably wrap up because we only have like... Forty seconds yeah, left. Yeah, I know. I
1: know this was so fun. Yeah, this was I, I great. really, I really am glad I did this, and I really appreciate you. Yeah, I'm so
0: grateful for you to be on. I was so excited for you to come on. So thank you oh, so much, no, Lisa. It's really fun. This was wonderful. Listen to Lisa Levy on Thursdays at two p.m for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. It's a great show. And you're going to
1: be on next week. Yeah, I'm going to be on this week. This um, coming Thursday. Talking about all
0: of my issues. So go ahead and listen to that if you want to hear the dark side of the DM. Uh, And in the meantime, uh, don't forget to listen to all of our shows.